This is Fire Rescue One Side Alpha Podcast, putting fire service leaders in front of hot topics facing firefighters today. Now here's the executive editor of FireRescueOne.com and FireChief.com, Chief Mark Bashore. In 1973, one of the landmark fire prevention pieces of our time was commissioned. And as historic as the America Burning Report was as a document, progress has been slow. In some aspects, we may have regressed. I want to talk to you one-on-one today, but before we get into that, let's hear a word from our sponsor. This episode of the Side Alpha Podcast is sponsored by Homeland 6 Tactical Radio Straps. These custom radio straps feature extractor washable decontamination and superior comfort and functionality. Learn more at homelandsix.com. That's homelandsix.com. Okay, granted, America Burning was written 48 years ago, then revisited 41 years ago. However, the poignancy of the writing resonates just as much today as it did nearly 50 years ago. Indulge me for just a minute as I read a passage from the opening pages. The striking aspect of the nation's fire problem is the indifference with which Americans confront the subject. Destructive fire takes a huge toll in lives, injuries, and property losses. Yet there is no need to accept those losses with resignation. There are many measures, often very simple precautions, that can be taken to reduce those losses significantly. You know, somewhere along the way, I think, frankly, that people don't care. If fire doesn't happen to them, they're not concerned with it. The fire service is just a part of their multi-layered insurance policy. Pay the tax, pay the premiums, and if fire happens, we'll come put it out and the insurance company will come rebuild it. Everything is so disposable. Well, I talk in terms of Grandma Jones and the 10 chairs. Grandma Jones represents everyone we serve. Uh, The first eight chairs represent the civilians who die in home fires in the United States once every three hours, every day of the year, every year. That's right, nearly 3,000 people still succumb to house fires every year. In my 40 years in the fire service, that equals 120,000 home fire fatalities, not to mention deaths and other occupancies. The ninth chair out of Grandma Jones and the 10 chairs, the ninth chair represents the firefighter who dies in the line of duty once every three days, while the 10th chair represents the firefighter or EMS professional who dies at the hands of suicide every three days. In those same 40 years, that's nearly 5,000 line of duty deaths and another 5,000 suicides. I'd say America is still burning. So why don't we as a society take it seriously? Well, first, I'm not suggesting that everyone isn't taking it seriously. However, we in the fire service have a solemn responsibility to attempt to reduce the fire problem in this country. One would think we would see significant reductions in those death numbers if we were taking our part as seriously as we needed to. From the public perspective, I suspect it's pure complacency. It will never happen to me. Well, we all know that complacency kills. So how do we strike a chord that resonates with the public? Well, first, I think we need to do a better job of telling the story in the gazillion social media platforms we now have access to. There's a time and a place for glamorizing our fire responses, and when we make a good grab, when we save the dog, etc. However, I think we need to be more professionally in your face with the bad just as much as we are the good. Now, that's not going to be popular in some political circles, and 
Some fire chiefs might not be able to do that because of the politics of their jurisdiction. But I think that's what we need to do. I'd love to spend some time talking about residential sprinklers here. Alas, we certainly don't have enough time for that, but let's start smaller. Every time there's a fire death where smoke alarms aren't present, we should be trumpeting that through national campaigns. Every one of those are needless deaths. We know the data exists every time there aren't sprinklers. We should trumpet how much less the fire or death loss could have been through national platforms. We need to get back into our schools. Stop, drop, and roll was the venerable public safety message in the 1970s and 80s, and it still has value today. However, we should be talking about smoke alarms and using digital solutions to train the children who are now the first generation to have been digital their entire lives. We need to be wholeheartedly embracing community risk reduction strategies across our departments that include the three E's of fire prevention. That's education, engineering, and enforcement. Let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor. Homeland 6 tactical radio straps are heavy-duty, light, weight, and 100% made in USA. These are the world's first custom radio straps made from military-grade nylon that's used in ballistic vests. Unlike traditional leather, they are extractor washable for pathogens like COVID-19 and carcinogen decon. These are making leather radio straps a thing of the past. Homeland 6 tactical radio straps are available in multiple colors with adjustable, regular, and extra-large sizes, even with reflective or glow-in-the-dark patterns and custom text. New customers can receive a discount on their first order of Tactical Radio Straps or Accessories at Homeland6.com. That's HomelandSIX.com. While I've painted a spiraling, somewhat dire picture of the residential fire problem, I can't do that without pointing out that we have made progress since the America Burning Report was commissioned. Today, we rarely see people die in fires in healthcare settings, hotels, schools, or other public assembly locations. It seems that children are less likely to die from playing with fire partially a result of the education effort, but partly the result of so much other stimuli to keep the kids busy today. While multifamily home apartments and such still burn quite regularly, deaths in those occupancies have decreased due to smoke alarms and, in some cases, sprinkler requirements. So where do we go from here? I think we have to be in their face with the good and the bad, when it's glamorous and when it's not. Looking at the small microcosm where I took over in Highlands County, Florida three years ago, we've had some success with this strategy, albeit slow. I can't tell you how many times since we started on social media that residents or politicians have come up to me and said, Chief, it sure seems like we've had an awful lot of fires since you've been here. The reality is there's no more or less fires than were here before. But because we have been professionally in their face with every significant fire event, It resonates with them. And that's important when it comes to budget time. It's important when it comes to hearing the message and reducing the loss. It's not the perfect recipe, I recognize that. However, we have had some success with this strategy. As we begin to launch our community risk reduction program here, we have people lined up to donate smoke alarms and firefighters willing to carry the prevention message. We will be wrapping mobile integrated health and fire prevention into one community risk reduction umbrella. No small task, but isn't it all about community risk reduction? 
let's be clear, we have made some progress, but there's still a lot of work to do. Let's get back out into our communities with community risk reduction strategies that make sense for our populations. Carry the message that fire kills, that smoke alarms save lives by providing early notification, that sprinklers save lives and property by providing early extinguishment. We can make a difference. We have to make a difference because, my friends, America is still burning. That's all we have time for today on Side Alpha Podcast. This is Mark Basher, Executive Editor for FireRescue1.com and FireChief.com. Thanks for joining me. Have a great day on purpose. Keep safe, stay smart, and take care.